Sometimes that's that's a tough one, even for the people who are trying to help and help you heal and help you deal. Uh, but transparency is is what gets us there. I say all the time, if you can be transparent, a if if you're honest, you you'll never run out of material. Uh, but b if you're transparent, if your test has turned into a testimony, uh, even if you're still going through your test, everything you go through is for somebody else. And so I'm just grateful for what this podcast has done. I'm grateful for uh, just the listeners. I've met people through it. Uh, I get a lot, a lot of feedback uh, just through my social media uh, platforms. Um, I can't tell you just, like I said, I don't know who clicked that and and why it took off the way it did. But I just think it's a charge uh, to everybody who's in a position of influence or you, know, you have a platform to speak we have to start covering the things that that people need covered it's easy to talk about the holy ghost but i can tell you the holy ghost is hard when something is consuming your mind and so i just had to get that one off my chest and i did it uh i'm i'm grateful for it i'll explore more of those topics dealing with mental health later on uh but i have something totally different for you today i wanted to come on here uh and give you something that kind of just stuck and and stood out to me and kind of pierced me i taught this lesson uh a few weeks back on my virtual bible study and i didn't even see this i didn't even think about this i skipped over this uh i'm going to give you a chance to flip into your bibles if you take notes uh if you don't take notes make a mental note and come back to this i want you to go to genesis chapter 19 genesis chapter 19 it's a very familiar passage of scripture uh it's a text that we love to hate 
<laughs> and if you love it, you hate that you love it. But it's a text that we love to hate. This text is uh, Sodom and Gomorrah. Sodom and Gomorrah. And I know what you're thinking already. He's about to talk about homosexuality. I'm not. I'm not about to do that. I'm not about to do that. Uh, I can do that. I just, this is not what this is about. I don't, every text can mean so many different things. Uh, and that's often highlighted. I'm not going there today. But I, I, I want to go somewhere that's often overlooked. Often overlooked, but really, 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 really beneficial if you take this concept that I'm about to give you today. And so the Gift Connection Podcast, everybody knows what it is. If you're new, I'll tell you really quick. It's just a space. It's a community. It's a platform where people who are gifted but stuck, gifted uh, but confused, gifted but limited by their beliefs, gifted but limited by their relationships they're gifted and they want more they want to be better they want to have a network they want the charge they want the push uh they want the fundamentals they want to know how to take their gifts and excel at the next level at the next dimension they want to take what god has given them and give it away and give it away for everybody else (laughs) some people want the monetary gains some people want the fame the fortune but some people just want to be able to take their gift and find their purpose and meaning and bless everybody around them and that's tough to do because we're living in a world where the devil would love for you not to use what god has blessed you with and so today i'm going to tell you something that may not just be the devil it may be you and so i want to look at uh genesis chapter 19 if you can go down to verse uh 26 that's all i want you to read i'm gonna set the scene up but i just want you to read verse 26 you can read it with me but lot's wife looked back and became a pillar of salt but lot's wife looked back and she became a pillar of salt but we're going forward and lot's wife she's not like she's walking with us but her gaze isn't there. She's walking with us, but her direction isn't with us. She's walking with us, but her heart isn't with us. This text suggests that everybody's going one way, and so is she, but she turns. Because I would love to do this with you, but I have to turn for a minute. Hold on. Um, this, 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 this is the way I would go, but but Lot's wife. She looks back and became a pillar of salt. This text is, I hope it's about to bless you the way it blessed me. Uh, Like I said, it's a popular text, but it's a text we love to hate because we dance around so many sins of Sodom that we miss something that could be for us. Sodom and Gomorrah, a city, a town that was full of idol worship and evil and wicked ways. Yes, there were... (laughs) There were individuals who engaged in homosexuality. There were individuals who engaged in prostitution and gambling and idolatry worship. There, there are so many sins of Sodom. But there's a family in here who's not from here. They just moved there. Lot, and I have to talk about Lot because we don't know anything about his wife. She doesn't have a name. She's his wife. So I have to tell you where he comes from. Lot is the nephew of Abraham. And if you listen to uh, my previous shows, you know I've talked about Abraham and who Lot was to him. Lot is the nephew of Abraham. They have a disagreement. Uh, They settle it. And then Lot says, uh, Abraham says, you know what? Hey, 
we don't have to do this. We don't have to fight over land. You can go your way. I'll go mine. And the Bible says Lot pitched his tent in Sodom. Now, Lot comes from uh, the family of Abraham. And at this point in his life, Abraham is uh, devoted to the faith. He's a man of faith. He's talking to God. Uh, God talks back to him and they have this relationship and he has a responsibility to Lot because Lot's father has died and Lot is his nephew. So Lot is around the church man. He's around the church folk. He's around the preacher. He's around the deacon. He's around the person doing the, the right things the right way. But he pitches his tent in Sodom. He pitches his tent in Sodom and marries uh, uh, in Sodom. He has children in Sodom. He's actually done what most of us do. He's found comfort in a place that we really don't belong. He's found comfort in a place uh, that God didn't want us there. He's found comfort in a place where everything going on around him is bad. Everything is evil. Everything uh, is is of the devil. <laughs> everything is worldly. Everything isn't holy in Sodom. But Lot has managed to build a fairly good lifestyle for himself in Sodom. And what happens is God gets word of what's going on in, in Sodom and he's testing Abraham and he tells Abraham, I'm about to go uh, blow up the scene. I'm about to go take Sodom out. I'm about to tear it up. I'm about to blow it up. I'm about to be done with it. And Abraham says, whoa, 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 whoa. I got a nephew there. You, you can't do it like that. And because Abraham has a faith and a, a faith style, a faith-based, a back-and-forth relationship because he has a prayer life, God hears him and says, you know what? We can come to an agreement. I'll take Lot and his family, but that's it. I'll go get your nephew because of who you are to me, even though your nephew pitched his tent and knew what he was doing. Can I suggest to you that some of us are only making it by the prayers and off the prayers of people who are on their knees for us? We ain't doing right. We ain't living right. We ain't trying to get right. We know we're wrong. Some of us have deliberately and intentionally pitched our tents in Sodom, and it takes somebody outside of Sodom to pray and say, Lord, cover that person because they made a home in destruction. Lord, please, 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 if you love me like you say, you know what I love. And I love my sister. I love my brother. I love my wife. I love my kids. And they're somewhere they've pitched their tent in a place I didn't teach them to do it. They know better, but they're in a place where they're not showing what they know for some strange reason, for some odd reason, for some reason above my pay grade. They're choosing to be less than what they know. And if you're going to destroy them, can you destroy that city and keep them? Some of us have made it off of the prayers of somebody else who has a relationship for the righteous folk. Can I tell you, maintain your relationship just for, if it's for other people. You don't know who you can save with your prayers. They may not fix it today. They may not get it right tomorrow. But if God's about to do a new thing and I don't want my people left out because they pitched their tent somewhere, Lord, I'm going to stay faithful just so I can go get go back and get what's mine. I want my family. I want my friends. I, I some For some of us, pray for your enemies. I want whoever is connected to me that when God comes back for destruction, I want them saved.
(laughs) Some of us are only making it because of the relationships that we have with God. Some of us are only making it. We're making it because somebody prayed for me. Somebody prayed and, and kept me. Somebody thought about me when I pitched my tent somewhere I didn't need to be. And Lot is that person. He's about to make it because his uncle said, God, what you about to do, I don't mind you doing. I just mind my people being there. Righteous people, keep your relationship. But I want to talk to everybody else today. I want to talk to people who have pitched their tent and they knew better. I want to talk to people who can't get out of something. I want to talk to people who, who, who I know this is wrong, but it's right for me. I know it's wrong, but it feel right. It tastes right. It smell right. It look right. It treat me right. But at my core, I know I don't come from this. I know I deserve better. I know I come from better. I know God is better. I know he created me for better, but I pitched my tent. And I want you to understand that God in this text, he agrees. He says, okay, so he go, he's going to get Lot. And because Abraham, uh, because Abraham prayed for Lot and Lot is connected to Abraham, everybody who's connected to Lot gets to go. Oh, connection is powerful. Can you write that down? Lord, connect me to the people that I need to be connected to because connection is powerful. Not only does Lot get to win, but Lot's wife and his children. So the two angels come to Sodom. We know the story. And if you don't, it's Genesis chapter 19. They come to tell Lot, hey, 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 you got to leave because God is about to tear this place down. Get your family, get everybody and leave. Tonight. Get your family, get everybody connected. They said, do you have any relatives? This is power. Connection is so powerful because you don't have to always be right. Sometimes it's just your connection. It's just your network of people. It's not what you know in business. It's who you know. But can I suggest to you, can I, can I let you know in, when it comes to Christianity, when it comes to God's grace, when it comes to God's mercy on folks, sometimes it ain't even you. It's who knew you. It's who wanted to bless you. It's who you're connected to. Abraham is after Lot, and because he gets Lot, he gets everything that's around Lot. And so God says, Lot, do you have relatives outside of the people? That he said, yeah. I do. He said, okay, I need you to get them because y'all got to move tonight. You got to move tonight. Wow. Okay. Okay. Lot says, okay. Uh, 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 okay. Let me get it together. Let me tell them. Let me, let me, let me tell them they got to go. Well, they hesitated. (laughs) See, he didn't get his son-in-laws and their wives. Hmm. That's that's some people that missed the connection because they weren't ready to go. But I said, that's fine. That's fine. That's fine. That's fine. Uh, Just the daughters that are in my house, I'll go with them and we'll go. My wife and my two daughters will, will go for it. And so uh, they start to leave. They start to leave. And and what happens is they're they're going to uh, a place that's not the city of Sodom. (laughs) They're going to a place that's not, full of sin it's not rich it's not well it's actually a little cave it's a little mountain (laughs) it's a smaller city but it's going to spare them (sighs) y'all about to miss this 
it's not what they're used to, but it'll keep them until God can get them to where to safety until he can get them to the next level. It's not the big house. It's not the new job. It's not ideal. It's not an ideal situation, but where you are is deadly. I'm not I, I, sure. I'm not taking you to, to more. I'm just taking you to safety. And some of us won't leave because God isn't showing us more. It, it don't look better than what I have. But but what God is saying is this place right here is holy ground because I'm sending you there. And some of you won't leave the more because more is more attractive. Lord, you want me to go there? <laughs> I know they sending up in here. But at least I got this. At least I got that. At least I got this. At least I have this person. At least I have access to this. And what God is saying is, I don't care about what you own. I don't care about your possessions. If you want to be saved, it will start with the cleansing of things that don't do your soul good. It will start with the separation from people that don't do your soul good. You have to understand, I'm not always moving you to more. I'm moving you to better. And you have to stop arguing with God on the difference between more and better. I want you in a better situation, not a more situation. So when you're praying, you're praying for more, but you're praying for more to look like what more looks like now. You want the more and you still don't want to get rid of the sin. You want the more, but you don't want to get rid of the negativity. You don't want you want the more, but you don't want to get rid of the toxic people. I'm trying to take you to better. And better may not always look like more. And so God shows them. He says, go up there. Go right there. You'll be safe right there. How many of us disregard safety because it's not as comfortable as the sin of more? I'm trying to help you understand that it's not always the devil. Sometimes it's you. It's you who doesn't want to leave. And I don't want to rip this lady up because we don't know her name. I'm going to call her Lot's wife because the Bible called her Lot's wife. I don't want to rip up too bad because I want you to see maybe why she didn't want to go. Let's look at it. The Bible just says uh, they started to leave. And when we get to the text, they had hesitated till the angels forced them out. They ended up forcing them and just saying, come on. Come on, you got to go with whatever you have, you have. That's it. Come on. And let me tell you, Lot had a good job. He worked at the city gates. He was a little wealthy, but he was wealthy in the wrong space. He had money in a sinful place. In an, in, an, in, an, in a place that promoted idolatry. In a place that promoted rape. Assault. Prostitution. He has everything he needs. A wealthy life probably was happy because I don't want you to confuse that you can't be happy in sin because you can. He was happy. They were content. They just wasn't holy. <laughs> and what God does in this text is he, he disrupts their normal. He disrupts their normal. He doesn't ask them how they feel. He doesn't give them time. He just simply disrupts their normal. I said, wow. I had to become Lot's wife for a second. Baby, let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Hold on, hold on. I need to get, I need to pack. I need to, I, I, I. God disrupted their normal without asking them. And there are many of us who know we're in a 
bad situation. We know we deserve more. We know we're in a less than situation. But when God disrupts our normal, especially a normal we created outside of him, it does not always yield a send me, I'll go. Here I am, send me. God, out of love, says, I'm coming to get you. But your ties to your normal won't allow it. Your ties to what you want won't allow. And this is uncomfortable because he doesn't, he doesn't give them time. And we're creatures of time. We need healing. We need closure. We need to journal. We need to we need to blow our burn our sage and light our candles and we need to meditate before every decision. We have to think so much. And what God says, ain't no time to think. I need you to trust me because what you think made you pitch your tent here. (laughs) I don't trust your thoughts. I need you to trust my moves. I need you to trust my ways, trust my motives. I need you to know that I have enough love for you that you can't outthink me. I'm not giving you time. And God disrupts their normal. And I can tell you it's not fun when God shakes up your world and he don't ask you. When God requires you to go where he told them to go, he said, go right there, go there. He requires them to go, but he doesn't ask. And you get hung up on this thing like, why God didn't ask me? Hold on, I'm going to pray about it again. I'm going to talk to my homegirl. I'm going to talk to my partner about it. I'm going to call my past. I'm going to pray. I'm going to seek all this. God says, you don't have any time for that. The covering was already made. I'm here in your face. I'm giving you the signal. I'm saying go, and you're telling me no because I didn't do it by consulting you. He just interrupts their normal inside him. He interrupted the party. He interrupted the relationship. He interrupted the money. He interrupted the bag. He interrupted life as you knew it and required you to go somewhere else. And it's tough to go when God don't consider you. Lot walked in the house and said, babe, come on, we got to go now. That kills a lot of us, the urgency of God. We don't have the heart to say, when I move, you move. God, if you're going, I'm going. It's God, hold on. But see, 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 this is why God didn't allow it. Because see, on the journey, Lot's wife looked back. On the journey, can I suggest that everybody who starts out won't make it? And it's not because they're bad people. <laughs> It's it's just because it's a thing called division. Division is two separate visions. Somebody's looking one way and somebody's looking another and a house divided cannot stand. But really, really and truly, a house divided, it can't even go. It You can't even walk on two separate visions. What happens here is they start to walk and she turns. She turns. She looks back. She started with them. And, and, and see, this is the thing in relationships. You always think, well, I thought you wanted this. I thought I thought we said we would do this. I thought we were going to do this. I, we said we were going to get this house, and then we was going to get engaged, and then we were going to have these kids, and then we was going to do this. And I thought you wanted to marry me when I was working here, and I thought you didn't mind marrying the teacher, and I thought you didn't mind marrying the coach, and I thought this, and I thought that. But see, it's hard to understand a person who took the journey with you but they didn't leave the normal behind. 
<laughs> they didn't leave what y'all left. You started the journey with me, but you don't even see the same things that I see. Visions have to align. Lot's wife starts out with her husband, but she turns. She turns. And this is this is this is the most important part I want you to see in the text. She became a pillar of salt. The text doesn't even read that God turned it. God turned into a pillar of salt. God made her into a pillar of salt. She looked and became because I want you, if you don't take anything else from this podcast, I want you to understand this. What you see, you become. Where you gaze is where you go. What you look at is who you are. If you can't see it, you can't be it. She didn't see forward because her heart wasn't there. And everybody on the journey with you don't have the same heart as you. They don't have the same mindset as you. They don't have the same goals at you as you. And so they're going where you're going, but in their heart, they're looking back. And a pillar of salt, metaphorically, uh, symbolized a wasteland. If you threw salt all over uh, a piece of land, it was considered a wasteland. And what this text is suggesting is if you're on the journey with me, but you're not looking where I'm looking, you're a wasteland. When we get where we're going, we can't grow because you're a pillar of salt. You're a monument of waste because you didn't even want to be where I wanted to be. You didn't even want to go where I wanted to go. And this lady just turns around in the middle of a journey. Have you ever had somebody walk with you and stop and look the other way and you say I thought we were past that I thought we left that I thought we said we wanted more I thought we said we wanted greater I thought we said God was about to do something in our lives and all you did was look back in the middle of a journey now Lot is left confused and he's left without a companion because sometimes you'll lose the closest people to you because they don't think how you think and on the journey that's when they'll drop the bomb baby I didn't want it I just didn't know how to tell you. I didn't know how to tell you that as you were going this way, I wouldn't because I left something in our old life. And what we do with God, we try to bargain. God, I'll do it. You just got to give me a chance to clear that up. And God, I'll do it. I just got to go back and get my pictures. God, I'll do it. I, I got to go back and read the text one more time. Uh, God, I don't, I don't have to block them. God, God, I don't have to stop seeing them. Uh, God, just let me work here two more years and let me save up enough to trust you. God, I, I, I know you called me for more in ministry, but these people here need me. God, but see, in this case, they can't leave the things that are crippling and hindering their relationship with God behind. She didn't just not want to go. She had something in the place of sin. And Lord, you can't just take me out of the thing. I'm not ready to quit that yet. I want a piece of this vision. I just want a piece of my old life, too. I know it's wrong, but I got to see not only did Lot pitch his tent inside him, but his wife. Some of us, we pitch our hearts. We pitch our our homes, our emotional homes somewhere where they can't live. And even if God says, I'm about to kill that, you will say she saw it burning down. 
and she couldn't stand to see it burn. Some of you have been begging God for more, but when he starts disrupting certain things, you can't stand to see it burn because a piece of you is still there. And you won't say, Lord, I trust you moving forward. Lord, I'm okay if you take it. You don't, you don't even have the honesty yet to say, Lord, I'm okay if you take it because I didn't need it. No way. I recognize it was bad for me. I recognize it was killing me. I recognize it was going to make me sick. I recognize it was about to depress me. I recognize they didn't mean me no good. I recognize they lied to me. I, re I recognize they abused me. They, tr I'm trying to take you from that. But Lord, even though I recognize that there was some parts I liked. And so I'm on a journey. I didn't ask to be on. You forced me away, God. You didn't ask me. She was forced to do this because God can force you in a certain direction, but he cannot force your heart to change. That's the hang up. Oh, I'm going to go. <laughs> I'll go because God making me go. They fired me. They divorced me. They cut me off. He's forcing me away from things I don't need. But wait, 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 wait. What about the people that I like there? What about the feelings that I left there? What about the memories that I, you just going to burn up my memories? I know I'm not in sin anymore, but you just going to burn up what I liked about the sin? God said yes, because <laughs> you'll be a wasteland in the new place if you don't burn up. See, where, where you don't become, where you don't agree with the ashes of the fire, you become the wasteland type salt in the new land. If you try to bring pieces of burnt, <laughs> pieces that I've destroyed, if you try to bring the brokenness in this, if you try to bring the trauma in this, if you try to bring the pain in this, if you try to bring your jacked up feelings in this, if you try to bring what you liked about the bad person in this, when I take you to the next level, you'll be a wasteland. I'm burning it up because I know you'll go back if it's still there. I'm taking it. I'm taking it. Because if I don't take it, you're going to go back. See, I'm burning it up. <laughs> I'm closing the Red Sea. I'm burning the bridge that connected you to what you liked about your sin. She looked back. It's tough. That had to be tough on lot because some of us have lost people in the middle of a journey. In the middle of a journey. They decide I don't I want what I want what's burning. Better yet, some of you are those people. Some of you are actually those people that in the middle of a journey, in the middle of what God is trying to do through you. You gaze at something and you become what you gaze at. You can't go where you won't turn. Lord, I want what's burning. Sometimes what's burning makes more sense. At least I knew what it was. When we go here, I don't even know. I got kids still back there. I got my old, I got my ex back there. And I know we don't talk. I just still want to check on them. I left the job, but I got the coworkers. 
I left the toxic church environment. But wait, wait, wait. I was over that ministry. Don't burn. I, I want what's burning. Oh, man. Lot's wife desired the smoke. She wanted the smoke. <laughs> All the smoke. And she got the salt. Because you have to trust in this season that when God interrupts life as you know it, when he disrupts life as you know it, and when he forces you away from the things that even feel good to you but aren't good for you, you have to trust that forward is better. And you can't move forward looking back through the photo albums, looking back through the Facebook memories. You can't move forward wishing they could have come too. You can only move forward with the people that are on the journey. And that have committed their hearts. And so your prayer got to be, Lord, give me a heart because, because I actually like the smell of smoke. I hear, I hear people dying. God was literally burning up the city, sending sulfur from the sky. Wow, wow, wow. He's just sending it down. And they're running. They're running. They're cutting through the fields, cutting through trees, running from the fire. And for some people, that ain't enough. For looking in the text, you would think, why don't they just go? Why don't they just go? Why would they even want to go back? But when you realize you're that person, you don't just go. Because I'm unsure. But not only am I unsure, I actually have ties to what's on fire. And until you give up those ties... God can't renew. He can't do a new thing. He can't honor his word. He can't take you there. And what he's saying is, I'm not going to sacrifice my newness on the wasteland. I didn't take you out for you to still be crippled by what they did. I didn't take you out for you to still desire them and you know they don't mean you any good. I didn't take you out for you to go back. If I force you and I interrupt and I disrupt life as you know it, you better believe you are worth the investment that I made because I didn't come get everybody. Lot, I just came and got you and what's connected to you. But also, I want you to know that in this next life, she was going to come and bring those smoke memories. And it was going to cause you pain. You got to be okay with people who look back and don't want to go. You got to be okay that if 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 they're going to be a wasteland in your new environment that God is trying to cultivate through you, you have to be okay with when he interrupts not only your life, but your relationships. They didn't just leave. Lot didn't just leave and get his home burned down. On the journey, he lost his love. And some of you are not willing to give up the people you love for a place God showed you. Lord, I left Sodom. That should be enough. Yeah. But on the journey, I've exposed that this person, they don't want to go. And you're going to waste your time. And you don't have time to waste. If you're going to do what I want you to do, you actually don't have time to waste. I'm sorry. But you don't. That woman gazed back at the smoke and became salt. Because you become what you look at. You go where you gaze. Where you turn. That's what you desire. 
So ask yourself, are you with me? Are you walking with God, but still turning? Are you going to the place where he says go, but you want to smoke? Are you in a relationship, but you don't want fully what they want? Are you in a relationship where you know what God said, but your heart ain't there because of decisions that you made in places you pinched your tent? You built a home in mess. And God is here to deliver and you don't want to leave mess. Some folks, just be honest. Just be honest with yourself. Some of y'all just messy. And I don't mean messy in a gossip way. Some of you like the mess you made. Because you've had a chance to ask God to deliver you and you won't. And when he forces it and disrupts it, you look back. And so your prayer has to change. Lord, fix me to where even if I feel it, I don't turn it. You ought to be able to just to smell smoke and that'd be enough. It's a dead place. It's on fire. If you go, you're dead too. And some of you are okay with dying a slow death because the people that you love and the things that you love are dying too. Jesus came so that we could have life and life more abundantly and you don't want it. You don't want it. You want the messy life. You want more of what you had. You want you want the abundant life, but he said <laughs> you want life, but you don't want all of it. Some of you want life, but you want to take the parts that smell like smoke. He said life, but life more abundantly. I'm trying to give you life and more life. You want life and old life. You want life in that life. You want life with them. You want life with it. You want life with what you can use. You want life with substances that you abuse. You want life with sexual partners that don't mean you any good, that just take and take and take and abuse your body and abuse your mind and, 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 and poison you. You want life with the people who, who stole from you. You want life. You want life with your trauma because it's better to deal in it than heal it. Some of you recreate your trauma every year, every so many months. Some of you recreate it because that's your identity. Lot had a life in Sodom. We're going to go from being a city official that works at the city gates to being nothing. Some of you want life, but life with your titles and your titles were pitched in a place that mean you no good. So some of you are staying where you are because you get to be girlfriend, because you get to be boyfriend, because you get to be friend, because you get to be manager, because you get to be boss. You're going to stay right there. And that's not more abundantly. That's life. But that's not life more abundantly. That's the life full of smoke. That's the life on fire. And when God interrupts that and disrupts that, you cannot look back. Let it burn. You won't get nowhere unless you let it burn. You want to smoke. <laughs> you don't want to let it burn. Last wife couldn't let it burn. She said, baby, I love you, but I don't know where we going. And actually, that smoke smells like memories. They're burning my memories. And God, I can't let you move me forward and take my memory. God, I can't let you, I can't let you move me forward and, and, and take the good times. I can't let, see, we associate sin with good times. We associate the deviant things with, oh, if I could go back to my 20s. If I could go back to, you mean we used to, you mean we used to, you don't associate righteousness with good times. 
And some of you can be in a sinful situation for a long time. And when you come out of it, all you're thinking about is good times. And God says, I'm burning it up because you made that good times. I never said that was good. That was killing you. And now that I've blown the city up, it's about to kill your future because you can't let go of the good memories. I'm burning those up too. So you're either one or two people in this text. You're either Lot that's about to lose someone on a journey that didn't want a piece of what was next. You're, you're, you're the person that's following me. They're with me. They start out with me, but they don't really trust that God is going to do what he said he's going to do because their heart's not all the way in it. And they're looking at, they're looking back. So they're going back. They're gazing in a, in a, in a backwards direction. So their life is, is going to be wasted. Or you're the person that's actually having a hard time with the smoke. I'm challenging you because you begging God. I see it now. I see it on social media. I see it all the time. Oh, Lord, when we come out of COVID, <laughs> when we come out uh, of, of this pandemic, Lord, I know what's next. God about to use everybody. He's about to use me. He's about to do a new thing. Uh, he's, he, he's about to recreate homes and recreate relationships. He's about to renew families and renew jobs and heal. And Oh, man, you love all of that. But are you ready? I'm glad you liked healing and dealing last week. I just don't know if you're really ready. So what? You got a vision for a business. Are you ready to lead the things that could cripple your business down the road? So what you want to get married? You don't even, you hadn't even stopped talking to some of the people you need to stop talking to. But you got a ring. You ain't ready. So what you want a new job? <laughs> All they got to do is offer you a couple more thousand. You're going to stay right here where you're not being used. You ain't ready. Some of you, every, every time they hit you up on your birthday, you, oh, they like me. Every time they check up on you, every time they, they're on fire and you smell the smoke, but you'd rather have a companion than the comfort of God doing what he's about to do without your consent. He don't have to run it by you. He didn't tell you. He didn't give you the blueprint. He said, go. And some of you would rather have a companion than go on God's word. You ain't ready for what you're praying for. And I just want to suggest to you, you need to have a prayer that says, Lord, make me ready. If I lose them, I lose them, but make me ready. I'm not going to stop because they don't want to be on this. If I got to give them up, I'm going to give them up. I'm not going to stop because they on fire. Sometimes a smoke signal is sent to you so you can go back. Don't you see me burning? Come back and get me. I can't do it. Some people light themselves on fire so you so it can alarm you and alert you. Look, 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 come back and get me. That's why God said you can't even look back because looking back, some people have sent signals, fire. You can you can see it from miles and miles and miles around. And some of you have the heart to save people that don't really want to be saved. Some people, some of you have the heart to save people who are going to die anyway. So they light themselves on fire and they're going to die before you get there anyway. And you're going to spend all that time trying to go back because I can't go forward unless they come too. Lot's wife, Genesis chapter 19, verse 26, she became what she looked at. So I got to ask you, where your energy at? Where are you looking at? Where are you gazing to? You want so much more after COVID, but I know you ain't ready. You can't lie to me. Because when the smoke clears, we're going to see who made it and who didn't. You can't fake it with me. 
And you can't fake it with God. You can't fake it with yourself. She couldn't smell that smoke and not look back. She couldn't hear those cries from people burning up and not feel like I could go get some of them. Everybody can't make it. But you got to lose that part of the vision that involves another person. It don't feel right because they ain't here. It don't feel right. Man, this would just be better if I had such and such. It's better with the people God blessed you with to journey through the smoke. That journey from, from Sodom and Gomorrah to the place that they were going, that's who I saw you need. I've equipped the people that you needed. Can I suggest to the Abram, Abrams out there? <laughs> Everybody that you're praying for ain't ready to go. God made a move on Abraham's behalf, but even he knew I'd have to force lot. Only force lot because of you. But you prayed for lot, not his wife. So I'm going to give you lot. No matter where his heart is, I'm going to give you lot. But my command was run forward and don't even look back. Where you gaze is where you go. I want you to take this episode. I want you to share it. I want you to rate it. I want you to like it. I want to, I want to see it on your timelines. I want to see it uh, uh, on your stories. Share it with somebody who's claiming to be ready, but you know they pitched their tent. They're claiming they want the next level of their relationship. They want to be married. They want to be in a committed relationship. They want to take their business to the next level. They want to plan a church. They want to start a school. They want to start a daycare. They want to start a t-shirt line. They want to, they want, they want to become an entrepreneur. They want to be better parents. They actually want to, they, they're considering one and a half kids, but are you ready? Because smoke comes in all forms. And we're going to know when those sirens go off and when the blaze hits, we're going to know where your heart is. Can you smell smoke but still run forward? I got to know. I got to know because I'm hearing it, man. I'm hearing it with this, with this pandemic. I'm hearing it with the coronavirus that, Lord, whatever you're doing in this season, you ain't going to do it without me. When we get out of this, oh, when we get out of this, everybody's inspired. Inspiration and motivation is the start. When you start taking and putting one foot in front of the other and this one over that one, I'm going to see where you land. Because on your journey, you're going to be reminded of what's being burned. Y'all don't hear me when I say you got to block it. You got to delete it. You got to leave all together. Because smoke, the detectors are going to go off. And God about to burn up everything. Because when you really want to new, this is the principle that we learned in Genesis 19. When you really want to start over, God destroys what you had. He don't keep none of it. I'm a creator. I can create it again. Which, see, you want to take it with you. You cannot take baggage into new places and think you're going to have room to do what God desires. Leave them. Let them burn. That's all I got. Share this, rate this, like this, subscribe, review. Let me know if it blesses you. And I'll see y'all next week.